You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's the Nerd Overload with the first episode of 2017. We're the pop and geek culture show that discusses pop and geek culture stuff. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. I uh, can't believe we made it to 2017. <laughs> we did it, folks. We yeah. survived. It didn't seem like we were going to there for a minute, Yeah, but it was did. touch and go there for a sec. But uh, but anyway, uh, we have a bunch of news to go over. Uh, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. We got a ton. Uh, we saw Moana the other day. Oh, yeah? How was it? It good. was very it was very good. <laughs> oh, good, good. Almost so good to where, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it was just predictably good. Okay. Like, to the point where, like, you don't feel anything while you're watching it except for, like, this is good. You know? Okay. All right. This is perfectly good. (laughs) I hated the the chicken. There's, like, her sidekick chicken character is this chicken, and his his thing is that he's really stupid. Oh, okay. And he's obviously there for the kids to giggle at dumb chicken. But God, was it an, it was an annoying chicken. Really? Well, I mean, I guess that all those Disney movies have to have like that that goofy animal side character. Yeah. Hey, some of the goofy side characters are pretty good. Yeah, but this wasn't this wasn't yeah. one of them. The songs were all fantastic. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda did a great job. Oh, on of course, song. he a did great a great job. A great job. Well, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> did a great job on those uh, songs. Nice. Yeah. Um, how did The Rock do as oh, he was oh, Maui? Yeah, he this was is excellent. like the role he was like born to play, I think. Yeah, you can tell every minute like he was loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard a thing about his um the when he was doing his the voice work for it. He uh he had never done like character voices before. So he actually had a crowd of people in the recording studio with him so to like hype him up. <laughs> well, so that he was giving a performance to somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, with, with most folks, you know, you just go into the booth and it's just yourself with the script and that's it. But no, he had like his whole like entourage and like a whole like crowd, <laughs> like watching him perform. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. He was excellent. Just go see it. I mean, it's a good movie. You'll enjoy it. Uh, Jermaine Cle- Clement. Is that Clement. How? Jermaine Clement. He was funny. He was a, like a crab. Okay, cool. He's and, from uh, Flight of the Concords, yeah. and he's done a bunch of other and stuff. The song yeah. that the crab sings was pretty good. Cool. Very David Bowie. Yeah, it was super Bowie. Nice, nice. Which they do that song, that, that Bowie parody song that's really good. Flight of the Concords does. Oh uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm aware. Yeah, I thought I'd have more to say about Moana, but that's what that's, uh, that's what I kind of meant. Like it's just really good. <laughs> yeah, Disney's continuing that trend of strong princesses. Yeah, that's good. She they need to refuse to be called a princess. Actually, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but then Maui's like, you have an animal sidekick and you're wearing a dress. You're a princess. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I've been meaning to go see it. I just, I just haven't had a chance to yet. And so. the rock song that he sang is really, really good too. Yeah, cool. Is that the the You're Welcome or yeah. whatever? And it's got a Lin Manuel rap in it. Of course it does. <laughs> Disney was smart to grab a hold of him. Well, they're capitalizing on that uh, that Hamilton popularity. That Hamilton heat. Yes. Let's see. We we watched that documentary Tickled last what? night. Tickled. You don't you know Tickled? Oh no! I yes the the weird uh, yeah. tickle fetish one. Yeah. New Zealand uh, news reporter dude. He, I guess he does a lot of like human interest stories, mm, like kind of off the radar stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? David Ferrier. Ferrier. So. Ferrier. Mm-hmm. He discovers this this tickle fetish. But well, it doesn't. It's listed as a. Endurance tickling competition. 
video. And, yeah, and he wants to figure out, like, what is this? Is this a thing? Is this a sport? Like, and he starts digging into it. And the Tickle video producer people start harassing him. Oh, man. Like, homophobic slurs and, like, all kinds of ridiculous, weird stuff. But he keeps digging into it with his, his friend, kind of techie friend guy. Don't spoil it. Though. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil okay. it, cause it's, but it gets weird. Wow. I've been... I, I can't say that I've been wanting to see it, but I did know it existed because uh, I watched uh, a Let's Play with uh, um, Holly Conrad and Ross from Game Grumps. And one of their Pokemon or Let's Plays, and Ross started watching it. And as it turns out, the that communal like artist house that a lot of it was shot in, they lived there at one point. They said that you, like two doors down from like where this was happening was like their loft. At Whoa. one point, like not while they not while they were filming yeah. this, but like they had lived in that house at one point, the same Whoa. house that all this tickle stuff was going on, <laughs> and that that was kind of what maybe kind of go eh, maybe I should check this out, but nah, I think I'm I think I'm good. It's, it was really <laughs> it's really good, it's really yeah. good, and it's, it's it doesn't like lay heavy on the tickling. Yeah, it's, okay, it's just more, more about the investigation. Okay, and how far this goes because it goes it goes it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean there is some some tickle footage. That made me a little uncomfortable. But just power through that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of uh, awesome games done quick. The charity stream uh, where speedrunners play through video games. Like super, super fast. Yeah. 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 It's super entertaining for whatever reason. And uh, it, it'll still be going on, I think. By the time this goes up, you can go watch it and go donate. Oh, sure. Yeah. All their, all their proceeds go toward prevent cancer mm-hmm. research. So... Yeah, it's just really cool to see these people that know these games so well that they could just blast through them. Oh yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool to watch them play through the games. I think a lot of the the, the players themselves, a lot of a lot of neckbeards, a lot of fedoras, a lot of. <laughs> oh. not, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's it's there's a, definitely a certain type that spends all of their time be- being the fastest at playing Mario Brothers 3. And they don't have the best... Uh, Social skills. Well, I was going to say performance. Yeah, that's that's probably a little <laughs> Less more mean. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, am I wrong? <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I like leaving it on. I've like left it on all day yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's good background, for sure. Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of... Um, of the runs from last year, and uh, it's you know it's fun. It's why I don't stream games I play because all I do is swear and get mad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so people like to watch that apparently. Yeah, you there's know. a there's a big market for yeah. that. Yeah. You could be the next PewDiePie. Yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah. I'd start a <laughs> channel called Crappy Games Done Slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Okay, games done at a moderate pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking before the show. Uh, you guys watched the uh, Justice League action? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but uh, oh, tell me all about it. Oh, it's so good. Cool. Um, it, it's a new animated Justice League show on Cartoon Network. Totally hits somewhere between Brave and the Bold and Justice League, the original Justice the League Bruce cartoon. Tim yeah, Bruce Tim. Okay, cool. Uh, I I love how it looks. I love the character designs. They're all really good and like in this different style. Not quite Bruce Tim, mm-hmm. but not quite super cartoony. Yeah. Well, they look like those action figures. Kinda ish, I guess. Like kind of angular, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just so clean and like simple lines on their faces and stuff. Yeah, I like how it's not overly like kidified. I guess would be. Yeah, it it, it isn't much like the other old DC animated shows. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's very much in line with those, except maybe a little more lighthearted. 
Well, we can use a little more lighthearted, yeah. to be honest. Oh, yeah. They're not afraid to throw in a little joke here and there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy uh, reprises his role as Batman. and He's yeah. going to be Batman forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for in the movie Batman yeah. Forever. <laughs> that might have made no, that Mar- better. Mark, yeah. yeah, Mark Hamill's the Joker and Swamp Thing. That's cool. She's really cool, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Of course, you know, Mark Hamill does a lot of voice work for Cartoon Network, so... Yeah. It's really cool just to see Swamp Thing, like, at all. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see them pull some of these more obscure characters and kind of give them a little extra play. Constantine in the very first episode. Yeah. Then the first episode was, like, a 40-minute long... Yeah, it was, like, a special. special. Oh, excellent. I think it was actually four episodes that they tacked together, because if you think about it, each bit does kind of stand on its own, because oh. they were, they were t- chasing down the brother's gin. Oh, yeah, because it all starts off with Batman running into Shazam the Wizard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Apparently, Black Adam kicked him out of the Rock of Eternity. Yeah. Okay. And that's basically where it is. And, like, the entire time, like, it's curmudgeon Shazam going all... Refusing to ask Batman for, for help, help when he obviously needs it. Like... Yeah. <laughs> and Batman's kind of like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Batman. <laughs> well, cool. I've been meaning to, to check it out. It's It looks really, really good. And some of the voice cast seems oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, what were you telling me last night? Uh, uh, Lobo is... Lobo is John DiMaggio doing a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage impression, more or less. And that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect for the character. That, that, that's my main man right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Lobo. Lobo's cool. He is cool. <laughs> I, I love that he was, he was made as a as a, a, like a, a one-note joke character to make fun of how extreme 90s Marvel at the time was being. <laughs> I can see it. Like, he was a parody of the Rob Liefeld style of character character development like when he was created oh yeah i can see that yeah and then he became like better than that well not not better but more like widely accepted because everyone was into that yeah, crazy that... super 90s <laughs> yeah, extreme the... version his uh with his skull belt buckle yeah. and chains and his uh he's just, his space chopper yeah he's just a space white trash guy <laughs> he, yeah he is did they get into his love of space dolphins no, <laughs> that's a, that's a thing from the comics. He, the only thing that calms his his extreme attitude is space dolphins. <laughs> like when he's not hunting bounties, he's like chasing space dolphins. Huh? And there's they're not like weird alien dolphins. They're just dolphins in, in space. space. <laughs> yeah. so, so long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. And this isn't like an old thing. This was like as of a couple years ago, they were still putting in space dolphin into Lobo comics. Jeez. Yeah. Also, there was that, that issue where he um, hunted Santa Claus because the <laughs> Easter Bunny paid him to. <laughs> was it the Lobo Paramilitary Christmas Special? That's what it was called. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. The Lobo the episode that has Lobo is the one with Space Cabbie too. Oh, nice! It's Patton Oswalt, right? Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. He's really he's pretty cool. Yeah, Space Cabbie is an, an old old character, like from the '60s, old. Like, they haven't done anything. Well, I take that back. They did something with him in Starman, but that was kind of an old throwback comic yeah. anyway because it was they gave the writer, James Robinson, like, okay, here's a bunch of characters that we are never going to do anything with. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple episodes where Starman was trapped in space and was driven around by Space Cabbie. And that's like it, kind of. Hmm. I really love Wonder Woman's design. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It makes me happy. I love all, her hair. All the designs are good, except for I don't like 
uh, look, Superman forgot to put on his red underpants. Yeah, yeah the, well, new, the new, it's the whole new 52 thing. Yeah, but it, it breaks up it, the color and his design. Like, yeah, it's silly, but it makes it looks better than not. I, I think. agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I really dislike they did the same thing for Batman, too. I didn't even notice it on yeah, Batman. Yeah, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have his dark, his dark gray. His dark gray undies. Yeah. I think it works a little bit better with Batman because at least he has the yellow belt to kind of break things up. Yeah. yeah. Where Superman, he has the red belt sometimes, but it's not like fully connected and he just looks like he's wearing a big uh, uh, onesie, like a big blue onesie. Yeah. It, lo- it looks kind of weird. Yeah. The underpants were there for a reason. They they really were. <laughs> but yeah, get, definitely check it out. You can watch it on the, the Cartoon Network app for free right now. Okay, so. cool. I will definitely do that. Probably later on today. <laughs> probably what i'll do yeah but it's it's really decent i really like it cool well i can do my uh check it outs real quick i only have a couple of them um the first one was i've i've actually been watching a bunch of movies lately i'm not going to go through every single one i every year i try this thing where i try to watch a movie every day and usually after about three days i usually peter out but so far this year i've been able to stick with it like i said i'm not going to go through all of them but some of the highlights uh so far i've just been going back through uh movies that i've have seen before but it's been years like i watched i rewatched caddyshack for the first time in like five years the other day. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched it's, it too. Yeah, but uh, really, really good, really funny. Um, He's a Cinderella boy. Yeah. <laughs> Cinderella story. You know. Oh, he got a hold of that one. He got a hold of that one. But uh, no, it's, um, it's, it's really funny, but it's just a collection of like vignettes almost. There's like almost no overarching story. I mean, I guess with the main cabbie trying to get into college, but that's that really takes a back seat. Like it's, it's mentioned at the beginning and it's the climax of the movie with the, uh, the golf tournament, but it really kind of doesn't have anything to do with it, with anything. And same thing with, uh, um, Bill Murray hunting the, the gopher, the, the gopher. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, but there's really, <laughs> it almost kind of comes out of left field. Cause you have this, like, I don't want to say realistic, but kind of heightened reality, kind of like it's grounded stuff, at least grounded. And then you have this puppet running through yeah. tunnels underneath the, the greens with C4 like, and stuff. Yeah. It's, some like Wiley e. coyote stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So totally it kind of, <laughs> kind of is thrown off a little bit, but, uh, overall really good. I forgot that it was, uh, co-written by, uh, it was Bill Murray, Brian Doyle Murray, Harold Ramis. Uh, um, what was it? Hit the Kenny, whatever his first name was. The the guy, the National Lampoon's guy. Those were the four that wrote it. Um, did John Landis direct us? Directed John Landis direct us? Did John did Landis direct us? Well, let me let me look it up real quick. I can't remember. I or am think, I just thinking of Blues Brothers? Uh, you're definitely thinking of Blues Brothers <laughs> with that. I think no, Harold Ramis did. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Egon. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks, Egon. But uh, but no, it's it, it's really good. Um, for all the kind of crummy things Chevy Chase has done and said, <laughs> there is there is a certain charm to mid uh, late seventies to early eighties Chevy Chase. Like I'm talking this movie, I'm talking um, mm. Vacation and Fletch. Like Fletch is like a standard. For me, I, I love that movie. I have never seen it. That's you, one to put on the list. That's one to put on the Honestly, list. Honestly, I've never seen it either. Very, dude, very good. Very, very good movie. But uh, but no, it actually got me thinking. Um, there was an actress in Caddyshack. Her name was Sarah Holcomb. She was she played the Irish uh, uh, waitress kind of girlfriend character that popped up in a couple scenes. And I mentioned this because she was only in four movies. Her entire career is four movies. But two of those movies were two of like the biggest... like. Widely accepted comedies. Wide, like the yeah. two of the greatest comedies of all time, Animal House, where she was the mayor's daughter that ended up uh, drunk, passed out in a shopping cart. 
Which I have not lawn. seen. It's another you, one I have not you, seen. You wow. to watch it. I'm and, really surprised. Yeah, you would love you would well, love Animal yes House. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah, and and Caddyshack, and then she disappeared, and no one really knows what happened to her. She just kind of fell off the face of the earth. It's kind of kind of crazy, and there's like almost no information about it online, which is another again fascinating because this day and age, there's information on Anything. everything. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those weird unsolved mystery kind of. Thank you. Yeah. In, in related uh, Caddyshack related news, I read uh, that Bill Murray and his brothers are opening a Caddyshack themed bar in I Chicago. S- I saw that. I saw that. Hmm. And that actually is kind of what got me to watch the movie in the first place. Um, I'd make a trip out there. I would too. Yeah. Once <laughs> it's open. Chicago. For sure. Yeah. I love yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Except I mean, for we'll all just... those murders that happen there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we, can, we can make a day trip out of that, right? We can, we, yeah. can, <laughs> we can stay awake for 24 solid hours, drive out to Chicago eat at a restaurant and turn around and come back. <laughs> Maybe stand out in the rain for a few hours. <sighs> yeah. yeah, we did that. We did that once. <laughs> yes, yes. We were dumb. That was the Nintendo, we were dumb for a day. Nintendo World Championship. <laughs> we, uh, we drove out for that. Yep. I think we've mentioned that on the show yeah. before. Uh, the other thing I checked out, and I'll talk about it real quick, there was a comic that came out this past week, this past Wednesday. Um, it was a, a, a crossover book between DC Comics and Boom Studios. It is uh, Justice League of America versus Power Rangers. And of America. If you know me, if you have ever met me, if you've ever seen me, you would think that this comic was like tailored specifically for me. Yeah. You would think. And for the most part, it's enjoyable if you look past all of the inaccuracies. <laughs> like all of the if I if I were able to just go in and enjoy this this bit of pop culture without like any prior knowledge or like being like, this is its own thing. Don't think about anything else. It would be a fine comic. <laughs> it's a mini series. It's like six issues. Now, and this is just the first. Is ed- it more issue. inaccurate on the power Rangers side or the DC side? Well, seeing as how we've only seen Batman and flash for the DC side, it is uh, more inaccurate on the power Ranger uh-huh. side, but that's because we've barely gotten into the DC side. <laughs> the, the broad strokes of it is there was an attack on the power Rangers compound the uh the the power chamber and it's lord zed that's doing it and zach is fighting him like in the power chamber like fighting lord zed one-on-one and Hmm. his communicator his teleporter gets uh busted and they teleport away he grabs a hold of him and a bunch of putties and teleports him away which is problem number one because the teleporters don't teleport more than like one person at a time (laughs) problem number one but because the teleporter is busted they go to a alternate reality where they land in Gotham city. So, and we don't know where Zed went. He's somewhere in the DC universe. We don't know what happened to him, but all of a sudden here's the black Ranger who is beaten up. And they say multiple times probably has a concussion because he's not making very good decisions. Um, And a bunch of putties drop into Gotham city. And of course, Batman shows up and and Zach, the black Ranger goes, Hey, you're one of Rita's monsters and starts trying to beat up on Batman, which Batman takes him down pretty steadily then all of a sudden batman then all of a sudden the other power rangers show up because they figured out how to tune their teleporter fr- frequency that was quick yeah like <laughs> within, like, did it. within like two pages they're all there <laughs> which doesn't again doesn't make sense why couldn't they have had the the mis- like the accident happen to all of them you would think that would make sense but it doesn't it, yeah. um the other <sighs> like an electrical charge from something hits all of their teleporters Porter, they yeah. get struck by lightning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just it doesn't make sense, and it, it is Batman calling the Justice League, going, "Okay, Justice League, we need we need everybody on hand because we have a group of of 
enhanced uh, beings, you know, with attitude with. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, they, they do mention that Batman does mention because they ask him what's enhanced in one way. And they kind of go, you know, enhanced strength, enhanced durability, enhanced speed kind of makes you think, OK, Power Rangers are about the level of Captain America. They're not like Hulk level strong, but they can they're stronger than they take a people. Hit. They can take a hit and everything. They're not the Flash, but they're faster than most normal people. Batman still takes them all out. Batman, Batman and the Flash, basically. Okay, I could take Batman by himself. I feel like couldn't take all the pow- all five of the Power Rangers. Yeah, you would think. But with the Flash, Batman and the Flash could. Yeah, yeah, basically. But it, <laughs> the issue ends with the uh, pink pterodactyl Zord flying through a temporal rift, picking up the Batmobile in its beak and flying away. <laughs> That's the last page, which again is a problem, and I'll tell you why. Josh, you'll know, you'll probably know this because you know Power Rangers. When they introduced Lord Zed, was in a three-part miniseries called The Mutiny, season two of Power Rangers, right? Yeah. What was the cliffhanger of the first part of The Mutiny? With the same episode that they introduced Lord Zed. Oh, isn't that when the when the Megazord gets destroyed? That's when all the Dinozords get destroyed. So how do they have access to the Dinozords? And also fighting Zed. <laughs> it doesn't match out. It's a time rift. It doesn't match up. And <laughs> for most people reading it, they're going to look at it and go, oh, you yeah, know, whatever, Power Rangers. But it's the problem is everybody remembers Mighty Morphin. Everybody knows the, those original suits are the iconic ones. Everyone knows Zack and Trini and Billy and Jason. Plus, and that, is, that is also the current line that Boom Studios is doing. But this, the, this issue doesn't have any ties to the, that Boom Studios book or the, 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 mini, the pink miniseries. Which takes place after. Which takes place after. Yeah, it has no ties to that whatsoever. You'd think they would do that. That would make sense to tie with the, with the books they're selling. But right? at the same time, it's <laughs> they would have to then explain how the Power Rangers went to an alternate dimension. The only thing, the the way that they could fix this, and it's a very easy fix, instead of Zed being down, well, the other problem is Zed is down on Earth, like the power chamber. Yeah. Zed would never come to Earth. That's he's he's a general. He would never like be like in the thick of it. Yeah. All they would have had to do is set it in the Rita season one timeline and have Goldar be the one fighting at, with Zack, yeah. fighting the power with Zack, and be the one that gets trapped on the DC universe. If they wanted to bring it back out and have the, the Justice League at issue three go to the Power Ranger Angel Grove universe and then bring in Zed and have because I know what they're going to do. They're going to put Zed and Darkseid in the same room together. <sighs> Plus, they had the Green Ranger, not the White Ranger with Lord Zed. Does that make sense? Nope. See, I would go. argue that Rita is more the more iconic villain. She too. is the more iconic v- villain. But Lord Zed is the one that would most visually str- uh, striking against Darkseid because Darkseid is a big, imposing blue and gray guy. Yeah, and Zed is a flayed man. Is a giant red and silk, red and chrome guy, and they both have similar. And not a goofy looking witch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so I, I can understand why they did that. I wish they would have taken five seconds to watch a couple episodes of Power Rangers <laughs> and actually get like. And the other thing is, none of the characters read like themselves. Aww. They all just kind of read like generic. Like, hey, I'm a teen, and I'm a teen too. We're gonna fight some. Makes me curious <laughs> who the writers stuff. were. Ah, uh, you know, I I have the issue. It's not in here, but I'll. Uh, yeah, it's it's not Kyle Higgins. And it's not mm. the guy who's writing Pink. It's some it's some jobber. I don't know. The, uh. the art's nice. It looks good, but I just 
And I'm going to keep picking it up because it's Power Rangers, Justice League, and, you know. <laughs> because, reasons. I'm, I'm an easy mark for that yeah. stuff. But... Well, it's like you said, it's like they wanted to make a comic specifically for you. Yeah, and they just kind of... And they got close? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes it more frustrating, is that they got just that close. Missed it by that much. Yeah, exactly, yeah, so... Uh, I guess I could do my check it out real quick. Yep. Um, I haven't really been doing a whole lot. I... Started playing Chroma Squad, you know, back on the Power Rangers thing. Yeah, yeah. fun. It's a good, good game. Good game. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm also incredibly frustrated because I don't, there are sometimes I forget about the director's notes. Oh, yeah. And I don't, oh, yeah, and I do don't this. do the thing that I need to do. And then you don't get enough cash to buy any upgrades and it yeah. makes the game tougher. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I am at the end of season one mm-hmm. trying to fight the signal head guy or whatever, Cone traffic yeah. signal guy yeah traffic safety is very important it is very important car ranger he's kind of fight <laughs> or he's uh, kind he's, of, he's kind of fight he's kind of fight <laughs> he's kind of hard it's kind of a hard fight yeah like the way he like te- teleports around i'm like trying to get him like lined up to do like a team finisher move and keeps moving on me he is kind of tough the but... team the team up mechanics in that game are so good like yes. the way you can you can jump off of each other or do moves off each other Oh yeah, sometimes I just jump around for yeah. the for for uh, for giggles. <laughs> oh sure, well that's part of the that's part of the show. I mean, yeah, yeah. you do get bonus audience for doing acrobatics. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really cool mechanic from a strategy game perspective, and it also fits the theme ex- extremely well. Oh yeah, I mean, what's Power Rangers without unnecessary flips? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel like Doctor Soap is a uh, allegory. Doctor Soap, the director from oh, the old yeah. studio who's yeah, trying to. It's Saban. It's Time yeah. Saban. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though it, on the title screen of the game it says uh, "inspired by Saban's," they power. had to do that. I, I hate because so Saban much. sued them. It was inspired by the Japanese Sentai, which is actually really big down in, in Brazil. Like mm-hmm. it gets imported pretty regularly down there. But because it is kind of Power Rangers, Saban sued the hell out of them and, and of course they're just a little yeah. they're an indie studio and they can't afford a high-powered lawyer to and, fight it and saban knew that so they yeah. so saban could do whatever they want put them in a squeeze yeah, yeah basically which if they could have fought it they i'm absolutely positive they would have won that yeah one. but they would have lost out in the long run anyway because because it would have cost them a bajillion dollars yeah. to fight that lawsuit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but uh the game's really fun it i is. really really enjoy it like the weird little mechanics and kind of like the jokes, like in the in the game, are kind of funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, that's well written. It's a funny, fun game. You know, they're the same guys that did the Knights of Pen and Paper. Um, oh, okay. RPG. Uh, I liked for um, iOS managing the advertising campaigns. Yes. For some reason, that was entertaining to do. Yeah. I think um, it's it's Behold Studios, isn't it? It is. Yeah, good guys. Yeah. They make the, good games. Yeah, and, uh, I've actually talked with them a little bit back and forth because we were in the the, the beta for for this. For yeah, for Chroma Squad. Yeah, there was an there was an episode where one of the one of the characters had to go to a dentist appointment. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they like wrote it on the fly that they were captured. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and there's there's a lot of truth. There's yeah. a lot more truth to that. that oh kinda, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, later episodes seasons of Power Rangers where you have like three named like three on screen like actor Power Rangers and then. All of a sudden, the team shows up, and they're just using voice clips for the other two that just happened to not be there that day. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, like, when they're setting up the scenes, like, in a warehouse for reasons. For reasons, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, it's fun. Uh, I can't wait to get further into it. I'm playing on a, on a more difficult setting. Like, I'm not just playing the just to play the story. I'm yeah. actually trying to play the game. Oh, I think I played it on just the easier mode. 
Yeah, I just wanted to get through it. Of course, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I did, I wrote a review of that, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to be able to review it, so I didn't play it on a very hard difficulty. Yeah, my other check it out is I just for giggles I watched the Ratchet and Clank movie. Oh yeah, oh, How was, was it good? I'm curious. It's on Netflix. I mean, it's all right. There's you know references to like you know the series and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just goofy. I heard it is more of a supplement to the game. That, that came the, out around the, the same time the, the, that it has an actual yeah. standalone movie. Yeah. Like, you get more out of it if you've played the standalone game along with huh. yeah. the movie. I have not played the game in a long time. The, like, the new game. The new, new game. Oh. The newest game. I have not played that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just that the new game is a remake of the original game, too. Yeah. I liked it. It was it was all, it was all right. Um, John Goodman does a voice of a character who's cool. like a two-bit character. and It mostly weighs heavier on the... Uh, the actual voice actors from the game. That's cool that they got the voice actors from the game. Yeah. I mean, it probably saved them a lot of money, too. It probably, yeah, it probably did. Because <laughs> it's by Rainmaker Studios, the people who used to do Reboot. Oh, okay. Right on. And, yeah. uh, Except it's animated better than Reboot. Yeah. <laughs> are they do well, it would be difficult to not be animated better than Reboot. <laughs> Speaking of which, are they doing another Reboot? Are they doing a Reboot Reboot? They're supposed to be. Yeah, I haven't, there's I haven't been talking about, about it for a while. long time. A re-reboot? A re-re-re-re-reboot? Did you know they also did the Dire Straits music video? Oh yeah, yeah. That was the that was Rainmaker Studio. Nice, the same guy that did guys that did reboot. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's all I've really done. Actually, an excellent song to play. That would be a good break. song to play. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it in one. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll uh, talk about some news. Nothing if you check free. We got to install microwave. 
working That's the way you do it You play the guitar on the MTV That ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing And your chicks for free Money for nothing Hey, we're back. That was uh, the Dire Straits' Money for Nothing. That's right, and I will tell you who is getting money for nothing. Woody Harrelson in the new Star Wars Han Solo movie. Spin-off. Spin-off movie, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I guess he's been cast as Han Solo's mentor. Uh, I don't... don't... He'll be smuggling Twinkies. Everything, yeah, (laughs) right, from, from Zombieland. Yeah, I... Everything about that just doesn't feel right. Like, I don't want Woody Harrelson in my Star Wars. In all honesty... I don't like the idea of the entire movie. I don't either. I mean, I'm sure it'll probably be pretty good. I like Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I'm yeah. And it'll probably be a fantastic movie, but I'm perfectly okay with not knowing Han Solo's past. I I agree. I think it's better left a mystery. Mhm. Yep, but hey, we're living in a time when there is going to be no mysteries about the Star Wars universe. They're going to be cranking out four <laughs> Star Wars movies a year from now until 2121. Forever. Forever, forever. A million years forever. The end. Gonna, 100 years. 100 years Star Wars movies. We're going to get... Dot com. Side <laughs> stories about Chewbacca's cousin's dog. Yeah. Or his family, you know, Lumpy and Mala. <laughs> Are they canon? Uh, until they're something... Until something directly says that they're Ooh. not, they you know, are. You know what would be amazing? What's that? Now that Disney holds the keys... They'll release like a blue di- Blu-ray anniversary edition of the Star Wars Christmas oh, special. Oh, they will never. They never would. You know what? That is probably. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like. You know, I have inspirational quotes. I love the. I love this quote. I love that quote. But one of my favorites is from George Lucas, and he says, "If I had time and a hammer, I would destroy every copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special." <laughs> that is not a made-up thing. That is an actual quote from George Lucas. Oh yeah, he spent the better part of like his career trying to hunt down every single one he could find. Yeah. Anyway, there's um, probably a clause in the contract he signed with Disney that says they're not allowed to probably sell that. What if they re- remade it and made it good? Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd watch a good. I'd, I'd watch a bad one too. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean like the droids and the Ewoks cartoons? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that 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 Star Wars Christmas special is so bad I can't sit through it. Really? Have you tried? I couldn't. I could barely sit through the Jontron making fun of it thing. Yeah, it's. Tough. I think I've tried before. I'm not 100. percent It's tough. There are some highlights, but it is tough. Uh, anyway, uh, we're not talking about the Star Wars holiday special. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like the idea of Woody Harrelson in the movie because I one I don't like the character like the actor being in star wars it just doesn't seem to yeah. fit right to han solo is not good at being a smuggler yeah i always kind of thought the point was he's not good so why would he need a mentor to he's teach lucky. him how to yeah. be the worst smuggler in the galaxy like that doesn't seem right he's not good he's just incredibly lucky yeah maybe the force maybe maybe <laughs> you never know the force Although, doesn't work that way yes it does <laughs> The force works however you want it to. It works in mysterious ways. Yeah. I was fitting, a, I was fitting in a joke with a quote. You guys are pooping on my parade. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. The force <laughs> isn't a joke. It's real. Yeah. Those midichlorians, they're in your blood. <laughs> One with the force, the force is with me. Oh, man. <laughs> I think my favorite thing of that is seeing C-3PO and R2-D2 running through that hallway in epi- from the original movie with, with saying that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, funny. Woody Harrelson, uh, I don't know. I feel like the thing with Star Wars that makes it really great is there aren't really a lot of like big name people. Well, I mean, there was Peter Cushing, but Peter Cushing and Alec Guinness, but they were kind of at the end of their careers when they yeah. were in that. And they were more, they were more well known in British markets than they were in U.S. markets. Yes, and they weren't like these, yeah, these big time character actors who right. always play. You know, this is you know, this Woody Harrelson's always this certain kind of character in his movies, and like Star Wars doesn't do that. They're they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, we got into a little bit of that with the prequels. Uh, where they got Ewan McGregor, who was a big name, bigger name actor, and ish, ish, ish. And same thing with Liam Neeson. Yeah, although that was pre-taken Liam Neeson. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and and Samuel Jackson doing everything he could, and probably not to swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't but, know. This you know, doesn't seem Samuel right. Samuel L. Jackson doesn't play that Samuel L. Jackson character in that movie. No, He's, he actually plays a very yeah. reserved, like the the anti Sam Jackson. Yeah. He's really good as Mace Window. Window. <laughs> Mace Window. Yeah. Mace Window. I'm go, looking go at a window. Go, go to prison. <laughs> Mace Window. Yeah. I just. He did go out a window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What is it with Jedi's chopping people's arms off? I mean, if you had a laser sword, wouldn't you be doing it too? I, I wouldn't stop at the arms. <laughs> Well, neither did Obi Wan. Yeah, true. <laughs> Great. Anakin, Anakin didn't have a leg to that, stand man. on. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, we can go ahead and move on from this, but I just, I just, it just doesn't feel right. It does. It this really the, doesn't. This is the first step from Disney taking over Star Wars that just doesn't quite connect. Yeah. I'm just gonna see him as that guy in Hunger Games. Yeah. I'm hey. just gonna see him as that dumb bartender in Cheers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, I forgot. Yeah. He was so young in we that. We could do a spinoff called uh, Cantina. <laughs> Actually, that <laughs> would be kind of great. Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what if, what if they did He doesn't did, like you. What if they did a short with all the cash from Cheers as in the Cantina? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And, like, one guy just walks in and everyone says his name. <laughs> it just be Norm. Just make it Norm. Norm. Hey. <laughs> Except it's got a G and a silent G. In yeah. <laughs> uh, and he looks, like, he looks like the walrus man. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser Crane would 100% be an Imperial Trooper, right? Oh, yeah. Imperial the, officer. Yeah, officer. Yeah. Yes, officer. Oh, man. Is it bad that I think I like Fraser more than I like Cheers? No. Have you seen Cheers? Yeah. I, I enjoy them both. I I've, really do. I've never really watched Cheers, but I know Frasier is good. Cheers is good. Frasier is pretty good. I like. I, I like the earlier seasons of Cheers mm -hmm. with Coach. Yes. Yeah. And versus like the later seasons with Woody at, after the they... bar got bought. Yeah. Yeah. Once Kirstie Alley came into the show, it kind of yeah. spun out of control a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Cheers talk. <laughs> this is the Cheers podcast. Yeah. The podcast where we all know your name. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to... Um, okay, here's a quick thing. We're talking about movies. Um, you know how uh, uh, Hugh Jackman has said that he's not going to do any Wolverine movies after the whole Logan thing? That's going to be it for him? Well, that might not be the case. <laughs> well... Ryan Reynolds really wants him to do it. Yeah, the deal is uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are really good buddies, and they really kind of uh, they troll each other basically online. There was um, 
there's actually a press junket for Eddie the Eagle. That was that stuntman movie that Hugh Jackman starred in. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds came in and interviewed him as the interviewer for like Entertainment Weekly and just asked him a bunch of these crazy off the wall, weird, just weird questions. It was almost it was almost like um, between two ferns. Yeah. Almost to that level. And anyway, they're really good buddies. And Ryan Reynolds has really been pushing for a Wolverine Deadpool buddy cop movie. And Hugh Jackman keeps saying, well, no, no, I'm, I'm done. He keeps going, but it would be cool. I, I don't want to do Wolverine anymore, but it'd be pretty great. But at the same time. I don't time, want to do this, but it would make a lot of sense. It'd be fun. I mean, it'd be a different movie. It wouldn't be the same Wolverine. It like, would, yeah. At the same time, though, before Hugh Jackman just said after Wolverine 3 he's done, he said he wanted to play Wolverine for as long as his body would let him. Yeah. I mean, he when it comes to being Wolverine, he, when he loves the character too, he is really wishy-washy on how long he wants to play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it depends on how good Logan is. If Logan is like a masterpiece, yeah, then yeah, he should hang it up there and leave on a good note. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, then definitely do this movie. <laughs> yeah, because you would know you know that it would be at least Hilarious. entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And it would definitely be Wolverine as the straight man and Deadpool as the Deadpool as Deadpool, <laughs> which is something we would kind of hope to get out of like Deadpool too, if they actually bring yeah. in Cable. Has Ryan Reynolds just become Deadpool, like ex- minus the murder part? I, I think so. Yeah. Because the more the more you see Ryan Reynolds like in public and at like events and things, he's just <laughs> he, he did kiss Andrew Garfield. He did, a... Yeah. Did yeah. You, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. That's that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Andrew Garfield. All our all our Deadpool Spidey shipping. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but no, it's I would be up for it. It seems fun. Yeah. It's a it, good it, idea. It, it makes sense. And plus like that's one of the things like even though the Wolverine Origins was a really awful, awful, terrible movie that should should be stricken from the record. Mm-hmm. The parts with Ryan Reynolds was good. You mean that five minutes at the beginning? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the first five minutes were was okay. Oh yeah, that was that was an enjoyable part of the movie. Everything else was garbage. Nope. But that was enjoyable. Um I would take a Wolverine cameo in Deadpool too. Yeah. Because you know we're gonna be seeing a lot more oh, mutants yeah. and things in that. And because this is set in a different I don't know, timeline or reality than the the main the mainstream which is fine because because the mainstream of the X Men movies like because you got like super the, serious because you got like the old ones yeah. and then you got yeah. the first class line and then they kind of intersect a little bit and the first class first class ones they kind of start out kind of high and they go kind of down I don't know if I agree with that because I um, did not care for Apocalypse Days of Future Past was really good yeah it was. I really did enjoy Days it was of a Future really Past good movie. and Apocaly- uh, Apocalypse was good until the ending. The ending kind of ruined it, but the the beginning and middle, like two thirds of that movie, was very enjoyable. I thought. Anyway, the point I was getting to was because it's set in a kind of different universe. Is it a different universe, or is Deadpool writing this movie, his movies? That could be it from the main universe. That that could very well be it. <laughs> anyway, we could see Wolverine in costume. That is the one thing we have never seen on screen. We've seen them reference it. We've seen the costume in like a briefcase. We've never seen Hugh Jackman wear the actual Wolverine, the iconic Wolverine costume. The actual costume, and even if it's just Hugh Jackman walking onto screen and doing nothing, just popping his claws and going, "Hey, shut up, bub." Yeah, in the costume and. The Deadpool universe would be the place the, to do it. The yeah. place to do it because you're they've set a precedent for costumes both with Deadpool and with Colossus because Colossus was wearing an X Men. So was Negasonic team. Uh, and she Nick. was she was wearing a, a New Mutants yeah. uniform under all all the black and the trench coat and stuff. So there is a precedent in that universe for actual 
superhero costumes. costumes and not like the black leather or street clothes like the other because, X-Men I mean, movies. Deadpool wears one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that he even makes a gag about it. Yeah. So so that would that would be it for me. I I think that would if, I, I, if it I, were me, that's how I'd like to see it go. I'd love to see it happen, but we probably won't get that one. <laughs> uh, probably not. But we can dream, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh do we want to keep on talking about movies? Sure. Or superheroes. Keep, keep Superhero movies Altogether. even better. Yeah, so Doctor Strange is going to be more than just a cameo in Thor Ragnarok. I, I figured the way they were talking about it in the, the after spoilers in the after credits of Doctor Strange, which I think we can spoil that. It's not even in theaters anymore. I don't yeah, think. it's going to be on DVD here in about a month. So. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah, definitely. yeah, in the after credits, uh, Doctor Strange talks to Thor a little bit about Loki causing problems. Yeah. And he says he's going to help. Which, Looking for Odin. Yeah. Which I thought that meant, you know, I'm going to be in the movie quite a bit. Yeah. That's what I figured, and that seems like what is happening. Yep, and that's cool. I'm down. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Doctor Strange. It was a great movie. It was a good movie. The more I think about it, the more I liked it. So it's going to be really interesting because we're going to have Hulk, Thor, and Doctor Strange. And that's just the ones we know of. Uh, this is true. There could be more. Actually, uh, isn't Enchantress and the Executioner, aren't they in this? Because I, I thought Carl Urban was the Executioner in, in I this. I don't know. Executioner is, <laughs> is very... like her giant bodyguard with a space axe. <laughs> that yeah. sounds a lot like Judge Dredd. The <laughs> Executioner, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Carl Urban. Yeah. God, Dread was so good. I know. It was a good movie. Was a, I wasn't even expecting it to be good. I was surprised at how good it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Sylvester Stallone one's costume is more common accurate, but Dread is such a good movie. Yeah. Created by Prada. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Prada designed all of the costumes in the uh, Stallone Judge Dread movie. Very weird. Very wow. weird Yeah, that's there. a weird... Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the website I, I always had the, an idea to create? It was This was around the time... Um, that the Chuck Norris facts were a big thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always thought about uh, designing a website called Carl Urban Legends <laughs> and basically just taking the, the Chuck Norris things and making them about Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. <laughs> mostly because it's the... Urban Legends? Yeah, <laughs> Urban Legends. They, now, you do three, and then one of them's true, and at the end of the show, yeah, <laughs> guess which That's one it. is yeah. true. That's <laughs> uh, it, yeah. But no, it, it'll be interesting. And also, you know, the fact that having the Marvel Enchantress versus the DC Enchantress. That's true. Yeah, we'll see if, if, if this Enchantress is a is a, a, a dirt witch, like in uh, Suicide Squad. I like the dirt witch, but that's about where I stop with it. I'm a fan of the classic DC Enchantress where she just looks like a... A, a witch? Like a witch. Like an actual witch. witch. With, it, with, the, with the hat and the... Yeah. And the broom and the... Yeah. But, eh, whatever. I don't know. It, it'll, it'll be a good movie. Ragnarok will be a good movie. I hope so. They haven't really made a bad one yet. Yeah, bad, Iron Man bad. three. Iron Man three was probably the worst. Of the it bunch. is the worst one. Is the worst one of the bunch. I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. It was not movie. a bad movie, but it's definitely not their strongest. Actually, you know what? I think I like Iron Man three a little better than Iron Man two. I think Iron Man two is the my my bottom of the list. That's the one with oh, yeah with, with, with Mickey the, Rourke and as yeah Whiplash 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 slash Crimson Dynamo. Uh, that one was not good. Was he Crimson? Di- no, he wasn't. Yeah, Crimson Dynamo. yeah. They they matched the two characters up. He was Did- na- Ivan Denko. Who, oh yeah, who started? He started the movie as Whiplash and ended the movie as Crimson Dynamo because he built his own armor. Oh, I totally forgot he put on armor in that movie. It's yep. been a while remember, since I watched Iron Man too. Yeah, I barely remember anything about it. Yeah, I remember the race car scene. That's the scene that everybody remembers because that was in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's about all I remember. I oh, and I remember and... when the one dude tried to test his own Iron Man armor and broke some dude's spine. Also in the trailer. Yeah. I remember yeah. Black Widow changing in the back of a car. 
Oh, sure, with, okay. with Happy yeah. driving the car. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the movie that introduced Black Widow, wasn't yes. it? It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's right. And it got that really funny part where uh, Happy's like beating up that one dude. And he's like, yeah, I got him. He turns around and, and Black Widow's already taken out the whole lobby. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That she be- was rad in that movie. She was great. That was a highlight <laughs> of that movie, of which there were few. Yeah. That, that was, And then I'm like, they should do a Black Widow movie. And then they never did. They never did. Although if... <laughs> Captain Marvel does well, and Wonder Woman does well. I think we'll see a Black Widow. Movie. Man, there's a I, lot riding on that. Then I know it's it's. I really want Wonder Woman to be good. I worry about Wonder Woman every all day signs of my point life. To know uh, though, yeah. yeah, I'm worried about Wonder Woman. I I have all my hopes riding on Captain Marvel. Yeah, because I think that's the surer bet. Do you think with like all this, like them pushing really hard with the Inhuman stuff in multiple media's? And uh, you know, with Captain Marvel and whatnot, you think maybe they'll actually get a, a at least a mention of Kamala Khan? That would be a stretch, if anything. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, because Agents of Shield, the show, is still set in the Marvel movie continuity, mm-hmm. and they and they deal more closely with Inhumans. If that show is still on, and this is this is the only way we'll see Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel. The current Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel in, the com- yes. in the comics. Um, I believe the only way we're going to see a mention of that character is if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a show around the time the, the Captain, Captain Marvel movie, movie comes out. They'll introduce Kamala Khan as a character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that depends on if the movie people want to let them introduce her. Exactly. To, to begin with. Yeah. So that's 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 the only way I can see them doing that. Although they did give uh, what's her name from the middle, like she met with Marvel and gave her like a huge stack of Miss Marvel comics as like huh. reference. So I mean, it would be weird because that's whitewashing the character, yeah, pretty pretty significantly. But yeah, I mean, they I, brought I the know. Ghost Rider into the. MCU. They brought multiple ghost writers. You know who would make a good Ms. Marvel? Who? Ashley Birch. She, she would actually. She would actually make a really good Miss Marvel. Yeah. What do you mean multiple ghost writers? The only one I because in Agents of Shield they had the one with the car. There are two in in Agents of Shield. Are there? They, they introduced very briefly. Uh, there was a. They had a previous one on a motorcycle. Oh, okay. So Johnny yeah. Blaze is there. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. They didn't really call him by in name, spirit. but he was ah funny. <laughs> All right. Um, jokes. Jokes. Let's get. Let's do some game news real quick. Uh, we have Mass Effect on the list, and I don't remember what we watched. Why. The, the Andromeda the, trailer. Yeah, there's a trailer for the new one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of going around on plan- exploring planets, shooting dudes. Yeah. Uh, looked like it kind of had a. Uh, no, what's that game? No Man's, no Man's Sky. Sky. Kind yeah. Of. So No Man's Sky, but good. But with a game inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, the more I think about it, the more worried I get because really? I think it might be I the I hated the Last Dragon Age uh, Inquisition because oh, okay. mm-hmm. it was just a big old world full of a bunch of busy work tasks to do. Mm-hmm. Like I hate it when games that aren't MMOs are like go get five bear pelts, and that was like a quest in Inquisition was oh. like go get buy five bear pelts. I'm like no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a waste of time. No, like you go get yeah, five pair of you're, not, you're you standing were, there. You are not respecting my time. Like <laughs> it feels like a, a unneeded use of the Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's quests like that in The Witcher that that just go get something, but they always dip it in enough lore to where it's interesting to do that. Right. And this game did not do that. Well, plus you know Geralt's job in The Witcher is to hunt monsters. Yeah. I mean that makes more sense. 
but these people are cold. Go get bear pelts. So is it just going to be going around these planets doing a bunch of lame odd jobs? Probably. Go find three ores and go shoot a rock. Like I hope I hope it's not like that. Yeah. But guys, guys, all of the NPCs are romanceable. <laughs> Doesn't that does that do anything for you? But they have this only slight personality. They, <laughs> like, there's four different personality types. <laughs> And they spit the same lame dialogue, but all of them are romanceable. Like hey, Animal Crossing, they have fable. There's only four types of people, and they say the same thing over and over again. Hey, you could you could marry anyone in fable. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried about it now because I didn't like every. I'm the only one in the world that didn't like that Dragon Age, but I really didn't like it. <laughs> I haven't played it, so. Yeah. Would you be any less worried about it if you were able to play it on a laptop with three screens? Um, I, you know, I would. If it meant I got a three-screen laptop, then I would play it. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually our next news thing. Uh, CES, which is like Comic-Con for computer electronics. Yeah, it was um, last week. was last week. And they're like, the big thing everyone was talking about was this three-screen laptop. It was a, a Razer laptop. They, I think it was called like Project Valerie. Yeah. It, it actually huge. S- slides out two separate displays on each side. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's crazy. And last week when we almost did a show, um, <laughs> that, was, that was like going to be the end of the news topic. But there's actually been a little bit more with been it an update. in the last yeah, week. The plot thickens. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stole it. <laughs> I think maybe two of them are right out of the booth. Wow. So uh, it's a hot item, I guess. People really want this laptop. Yeah, you would think that they would like lock that down. Yeah. Like super good. At least put a spider on it. Yeah, do something. <laughs> like a live spider. Yeah, just put some, just dump a bunch of spiders over top of that laptop. No, no, one's, no one's gonna want that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that looks sweet. Oh, that a spider. Oh, man. Ooh, Talk no. about excess though like yeah you need a laptop with three screens on it nobody actually needs that does anyone need three screens at all anyway yes i mean unless you're doing like heavy heavy like audio visual editing or like or like have a really sweet mech warrior game well yeah <laughs> or something <laughs> or you play eve yeah you gotta have your two spreadsheets open on the other side oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's just excessive. I don't know. Why? I don't know. It's a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, I could bring in an expert in multi-screen displays. Yeah. yeah. I would I would never, like... No. On a desktop, maybe. On a desktop, I would go two screens, maybe. Yeah. But three screens just seems too... I, got, I have two displays on my desktop. Oh, nice. I don't use the one half the time. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah. All right. Uh, we, we have a, a couple other things, but instead, I think let's take a minute and... Uh, we have the Nintendo Switch thing coming out later on this evening. We're recording this Thursday uh, morning, afternoon. Yeah. So Unfortunately, there's no way we could work it so we could watch that and then record. Yeah. It's not at 11 p.m. at night. We thought it was going to be 11 in the morning. We were going to be able to talk about the Switch like for the entire show. It was going to be great. Turns out, no, Nintendo decided to be night owls tonight and stay up all night and make us wait. So what are we expecting? Now, by the time you all hear this, a lot of this is going to be debunked. Yeah. But, or confirmed. Or confirmed. Yeah. But this is so... Picture, think of this as like a time capsule. Like this is a, like, yeah. And also, if we're right, then next week we get to go. I called it exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So, um, what do we think is gonna be announced at this uh, Switch press conference thing? Uh, I'm gonna say that it's gonna cost two hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the base, and I th- I believe there's also going to be a bundle pack that's 300. You think it has Zelda in it? Either Zelda or Splatoon is my guess. Yeah. I don't care. I just want one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what games do you think they're going to have at launch with this? 
Uh, I think they'll have a Mario. Yeah. I think they'll have Splatoon. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm 100% on Zelda at this point. Really? I don't think they would have showed it off on uh, Jimmy Fallon if it wasn't going to be a launch title. I don't think it's going to be a launch title. I think it's going to be first, like whatever quarter it would be like immediately following the launch, but I don't think it's going to be a launch title. So you think it'd be like a Q1? Yeah. Oh, or I think whatever quarter that comes out. Yeah, in whatever. I think yeah. it's a launch title. Really? I'd okay. bet money. Yeah, I think... Rupees? I'd bet rupees. <laughs> <laughs> I got five rupees on it. Yeah, I got a shiny blue one that... Uh, ah, five be bucks, wow. All right, big spender. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of Wii U ports, yeah. like, immediately ready to go. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's easy. I mm-hmm. don't blame them because nobody played them, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's new to me. Yeah. yeah. If we don't get Breath of the Wild, I think we'll have Hyrule Warriors. Ugh. Another one? A, a port a of the port Wii U. With new stuff. Yeah. I could see that, but I, I'm i sick of that game. I've played it twice. <laughs> I never finished it, but I've played it on two different systems now. Yeah, well, now you can play it on a third one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's rumors going around that they're doing a Nintendo Dynasty Warriors crossover game. I heard that. That would be like Super Smash Warriors or whatever. Yeah. That would be super cool. That would be, yeah, it would cool. be a lot of fun to smash through a bunch of shy guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a Mario one would be cool. Yeah. With the, you know, the oh, man. Bringing, like, Toad armies versus Koopa armies. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Like, bringing like, the Mushroom Kingdom like war like as like a thing. Mushroom Kingdom warriors. <laughs> yeah. I, that would be cool, but I don't see them using just solely the Mario franchise getting that like, yeah. violent. Maybe, like, maybe, yeah, like, even, exactly. if it, even if it's cartoony violent, yeah, I don't see them getting I don't that see violent. Them making them fight that but way. But a Smash Brothers one where your different Smash characters are generals and you have generic like mooks and there's way too many fire emblem characters yeah (laughs) yes yes actually a fire emblem uh, it would lend itself very well to almost uh, too well to where it's boring (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh man could you imagine like being donkey kong and smashing through like literally an army of kremlings yeah (laughs) uh metroid warriors game you're fighting against the space pirates and you're the federation Federation, yeah Yeah, that would be cool will we get a metroid game nope i don't don't think so either i think it would be a great surprise i don't think we're getting it at launch i think there i think this is the generation where we're going to get a metroid game yeah yeah i agree with you there but i don't want a first person shooter i want like platformer like metroidvania style 2D because like a Metroid, not a Metroid Prime. Yes, exactly. I because <laughs> it's been it, a it's really time long time. And there's and they've uh, there's been a lot of um, indie games that have done a lot that of that stuff, like Wakamele yeah. and Shantae. Shantae. Well, the la- a, last one wasn't exactly a Metroidvania, yeah. but and there was there was a third one that was very Metroidvania. Uh, Axiom Verge. That's it. Yeah, I think there's I think that style of game is coming back into vogue, and I think now's the time if they're going to bring back the Metroid series in earnest. This is the time to do it. Um, I would have said that they they should do the 2D one on the 3DS, but I'm wondering if they're even going to do the 3DS after this. Yeah, because they haven't been uh, selling them. Yeah, they they haven't been getting them in in stores. Nobody can find them anywhere. Yeah, that's that's my next question with the Switch and Nintendo in general. How difficult is it going to be to get a hold of a Switch? Because Nintendo's yeah. had this bad habit lately of. Severely under underproducing their merchandise, yeah. creating false demand. Mm-hmm. Not false demand. The demand's there. Well, they're, yeah, not, okay. they're not meeting supply. Not, yeah, <laughs> they used to do that with uh, amiibos, but now you can get amiibos anywhere. Although yeah. it's more because people don't give a care about amiibos anymore. Really, myself excluded. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you don't you're, say. You're going to have to stand in line yeah. to get one. Yeah. Like, hands down, you're going to have to... Oh, get I'm, pre- I'm pre-ordering of. one. Uh, yeah, I'm Period. probably yeah, yeah, I'm probably gonna pre-order one. Plus, if, if it, I can, if I can get into plus, it. Plus, you know, it'll help me be able to you know pay for one because I can just pay on it over time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what kind of release date are we looking at? Do you think? Uh, March. I've heard March 18th yeah. a lot. I'm gonna say mid-March, but yeah, March, let me look at the calendar because it'll be on a Sunday. I would almost say later in the year. No, they're not gonna wait no, that it's long. Mar- they've said March. Yeah. Oh, have they? I mean, we'll definitely find out by tonight. Um, 17th or 24th. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. One of those two is my guess. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else was there? Do you think they're going to announce any non-Switch things, like any 3DS updates or Amiibo-type things? Well, I think they'll announce Amiibos. Yeah. Because some SKUs for uh, three Amiibos showed up in a Target mm-hmm. database or something. Yeah, yeah. And people are thinking... People keep saying, "Oh, it's an, it's going to be more Legends of Zelda stuff for Breath of the Wild." It's 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 got to be that. I don't think that's the case. They've I've, already revealed this. Yeah, I think what they're going to be are the last three Smash Brothers amiibos because it's been over a year and we're still waiting on Bayonetta, Cloud, and Fire Emblem Number Five, <laughs> whatever dra- Dragon Boy. Dragon Boy. Yeah, um, I really think that's what they're going to announce, and I think it's going to come with a Smash a port of Smash for Wii U. With all of the DLC just bundled, ready to go. Um, you mean the Switch? For the Switch. Well, the, the game was called Smash 4, and then it was Wii, Wii U and 3DS. Oh, uh, okay. But I think we're going to get a port of that for the Switch with everything bundled. Uh, not at launch, but within six months of launch. Same thing with uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, they've never had a Mario Kart at launch. That would be weird if they did. That would be very weird. But I think I do think within six months, and I don't think they're going to make a brand new game. I think, I think we're going to see a lot of ports of the popular Wii U games right off the bat because that's go- that's <laughs> yeah. what's going to force a lot of well not force but convince a lot of people on the fence to go ahead and upgrade so they're not losing out on all of their games that they have on this on the wii u yeah which i can't i don't blame nintendo because they made all these great games and nobody played them on the wii u yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah do we think we're going to see an animal crossing i almost want to say yeah because they've got all those amiibos and cards that they're mm-hmm. pushing pushing those things hard yeah I think that's just about it. Uh, we'll find out next week what, how close we were, I guess. Um, Merry Switchmas. <laughs> yes, Merry Switchmas. <laughs> All Nintendo Claus is going to bring us some sweet, sweet news tonight. So we'll figure that out. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverloadradio. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. And Twitch channel, Nerd Overload Live. Yes, where we broadcast live while we're... Get- while we're making the show yeah. get some behind the scenes yeah show you how the sausage is made <laughs> uh we are also on itunes and stitcher so you can check us out there and uh, again thanks for tuning in and yeah, we will give us a five star review a five star or a review or whatever on itunes that helps us out that would be cool that would be very cool uh anyway thanks again for tuning in and we will be back next week pizza out that's the goal